What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, if this is your first time listening, welcome. Um, we're going to talk about some important practical steps today. It's Tuesday. That's what we normally do on Tuesdays. On Thursdays, we're going to punch you right in the face with some motivation. Uh, so we get two different styles of content every week. Do we do this for free? The only thing I ask of you guys is if you enjoy the podcast, if you've got content that helped you during this podcast, I ask that you share with one of your friends. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Vaughn, the pastor of disaster. What's up, my man? Hey, man, I'm, I'm excited to be rubbing elbows with the titans of industry. Hey. Hey. Are you going to brag on yourself? I don't, I don't brag, man. You can... Well, okay. Pretty excited about your, uh, your article in Inc., yeah, it it's cool. incredible. Yeah, totally inktastic. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's cool. It's it was a nice little feature. Um, yeah, I think the content of the article is what's important. Yeah, uh, considering you know, I think that's what we're going to talk about today. Just because yep. it's a good time. Um, if you hadn't seen the article, it's on Ink. It was on the homepage uh, for about a week. Um, I got the link to it on my Facebook page, and I'll probably post it on Instagram too. But The basis of the article is this. Personal branding is very fucking important. Mm -hmm. Okay? So many people take personal branding as if it's for other people. And they think that it's for celebrities or or it's for influencers or for people who uh, are becoming something. And so instead of, like, being the driver of the car, they decide they're going to be a passenger and they're going to be an observer, you know? They're going to be a fan in the baseball stadium instead of a player. But what you have to realize is that everybody's a player now. It doesn't matter if you're a CEO, if you're a famous uh, a- actor, if you're a famous influencer, or if you're just going to be an employee, and that's what you're going to do. You still have to have a personal brand. And whether you realize it or not, you do have a personal brand. And that personal brand consists of the socially uh, the social content that you put out on various platforms. The first thing I do when I go to hire someone, I don't care what the position is, is not to look at the resume. That's how it's been for the last 75, 80, 100 years. Now, the very first thing myself and most companies do is they go to people's social outlets. They go to their Facebook. They go to their Instagram. They go to Twitter. They go to their Snapchat. And they see what kind of person they're dealing with. Mm. All right? And so many people discount personal branding as if it's for other people when in reality, it could be the very thing that gets you the job or gets you the raise or causes you to make that next step in your career. And I think that a lot of people and a lot of you guys listening now, you really have no fucking clue what you're doing when it comes to branding yourself. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Absolutely. You kind of anticipated my first question. But guys, if you listen to the uh, podcast for any length of time, you know that one of the things we like to do is dust off shop-worn phrases and murder cliches. And one of the typical cliches, obviously, in the success space and in the entrepreneurial space um, is develop a personal brand. And I know that you hate you hate it when people use phrases that they don't really understand. Right. Like self-awareness, right? right? right, right. So you, you already got into a little bit of my question, but it's, you know, before we go much further, what how do you understand personal branding? You mentioned it's the content you put out there that reflects okay, who this you are is as a easy person. Way, this is an easy way to explain it. 20 years ago when there was no social media, all right, if somebody put a magazine article out and there was a picture of somebody, 
and you really thought that was a cool picture. The picture said a, a few different things to you, all right? And whatever that pr- picture said to you is what you interpreted that person to be, all right? Now, they could be totally different. They could be uh, the exact opposite, a matter of fact, of what the picture said. But because the picture was posed in a certain way or taken in a certain light or, or uh, you know, it expressed a certain tone or feel, your interpretation of that person's brand was a certain way. Now, fast forward the 20, 30 years since that time when it used to be like that. Now, there's a lot more things that develop somebody's interpretation of you mm-hmm. than just a photograph. All right, now it's what you say on Facebook. Now it's what you post on Instagram. Now it's what you post on your Snapchat. Okay, it's not just uh, you know a picture. It's all this content that comes together to create something that people interpret you in in terms of what you are or what you aren't. And if I'm hiring somebody, it's an extremely valuable tool. And I'm telling you right now. And I'm stressing this on the people who aren't actually entrepreneurs, but they're here for the personal development side. If you're not developing a brand, if you're not careful about what you're putting out, if you're not conscious about what you're putting out on a regular basis, you're likely hurting your chances to move forward in other areas of life. So I would say your personal brand is just a culmination of everything that you let people see about you in the public. Okay? Yeah. So, so would another well, way to, to think about that? Yeah, how, no, how how mindless people are about what they put out. You know, they share, uh, you know, certain content, or they say certain things, or they complain when they're emotional, or they, you know, they do uh, pity party shit, or you know, all kinds of goofy things that people do because they feel like this is a social outlet. And here's what these people say: they say, "Well, that's, but I'm I'm using it for uh, this." Well, just because you decide you want to use a screwdriver to hammer nails doesn't mean that's the right fucking tool for that. Right. Okay? The social media is a branding space. You might think you're, you might think you're uh, uh, somebody who's a lurker, somebody who doesn't really put out much content, or somebody who uh, doesn't use it for professional, but are you able to be there when the conversation is had about your brand to explain that you don't take your brand seriously? Hmm. Think about that. Hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah, so absolutely. Take, taking control of everything out there that contributes to your overall online right, presence. Right, because people are watching. Yeah. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to end up flowing down to your income level eventually. Right. It might not be today. It might not be your very next opportunity. But eventually, our value in terms of the marketplace is going to not be our resume, our degree, where we went to school, who our fucking parents are. It's going to be how influential you are on social media. Mm-hmm. And it's already becoming that. Mm-hmm. So if you're not working on this in a conscious way right now, you're way behind the game. And you need to catch up. Right. So we're going to talk about the issue of authenticity down the road here a little bit. But right off the bat, I feel like I, we need to make a, a distinction, if, if for no other reason than the asterisk holes among us, that what you are not saying, there's two different things here. You're, there's people who want to approach it from the standpoint, I'm going to curate this reputation and be very careful about what I what I put on social media 
but it's not an accurate representation of them. It's them being fake and putting something out there. That's not what you're saying. You're saying just be really careful about putting things out there, right? Because you're going to be judged by them. Is that what you're? Yes. You, you know, because I don't want I don't want someone to come come away saying, "Wait, a, okay, so Andy, you're saying I just have to carefully uh, construct this." Why would you complain you know, in front of fucking? Let's say you have 500 people that look at you, which isn't very much. Say, why would, would you stand in front of 500 people on a stage and say what you're about to say on the internet? Would it help you or hurt you? That's a good Get question. It? Yeah. Because that's what you're ask. doing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So stop the fucking nonsense. You know, stop with the candy crush and the fucking bullshit. You know, and remember, now it's not just what you say. It's what you like, too. Right. Right. You know, you have to be conscious of it. It's not something that people are conscious of yet. They think that Facebook and Instagram and these all these tools which is what they are tools are toys and they're not toys they're tools right. right so before we get much further i'll ask a question that i already know the answer do the same rules apply in direct messaging yes cuz people could snapshot your shit and show right. it to everybody that's what i don't think people understand no they don't dude yeah um okay well let's talk a little bit about so it's clear from anybody, you know, if you read the article, which guys do, we'll, we'll throw up a link to it on uh, the Inc. website, but we'll throw a link to it from our website on this, uh, on this particular episode page. But it's clear from the article that you believe, obviously, personal branding is something we should consider essential, not optional. But just playing devil's advocate, you know, Gary Vee has a personal brand. As far as I know, Warren Buffett does not have a personal brand in the sense that he's not out there creating the same kind of content that Gary is or, or, or using the same kind of platforms. And yet Warren Buffett clearly is far more uh, wealthy than Gary. So in what sense, like, do you really believe like literally everybody in business needs to actively create this personal brand and tie it into their business? Or do you think it is optional, just depending on what, let's say, what area that you're in or what, what field of, of industry you're in? You have to remember that we're in a transition phase, okay? You've got a guy like Warren Buffett who's made most of his money, you know, at least created most of his momentum before social media era. To say that he doesn't have a personal brand is inaccurate. He does have a personal brand. What do you think of Warren Buffett when you think of him? Billionaire. And what else? I think of investor. I think of a very smart, uh, meek, but incredibly uh, shrewd businessman. Right. Um, I'm I'm actually blanking the name of his. Is it Price Waterhouse? No, it's Ber Berkshire, Berkshire Hathaway. Hathaway. Yeah, yeah. So How about any stock market TV show. Yeah. Yeah. My point is, is that you already he's got a personal brand, right? And you know what it is, right? Okay. Now Gary is in a different era, right? Gary is in an era of social media, so he's maximizing the tools available to him. Mm -hmm. So while Gary, you know, is not as worth as much as Warren Buffett. He's way more relevant right now in terms of his opinions on anything business wise. Right. And that's where the that's where the power lies. You know, right. you could argue you could make some I know people argue, oh, Warren could buy Gary. Yeah, he could, but he's not gonna. Right. You know? Right. Right. So who's who do you see more of? Who do you recognize more? Who do you listen to more? Who's more relevant? You know, right now Gary's more relevant mm -hmm. because he's worked on his personal brand. And while he may not be, you know, Warren Buffett's fucking eighty years old. Gary's forty. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna see where Gary is in forty years, right? That's sort of a good saying, point. yeah. So basically, your thought is, if I mean, you like to to uh, use tires as an example. So if you're the CEO of a multinational tire company, your take on it is, 
you better cultivate a personal brand, like a like a, a, a actively doing what you're doing with social media followers and Here's what's gonna happen if you don't. content. I'll just say this. There's a lot of guys who I talk to that they say, oh, I don't want to mess with that because blah, blah, blah. They've been in business for a number of years. They're very successful, and they don't see it as something they need to do because today they're making money. But what they don't see is that young, hungry, uh, you know, active guy out there who's running a tire chain who's starting up his personal brand who's going to become the relevant voice an expert voice in that space who's going to have the most influential voice when he says hey this tire sucks and this tire's great that's what they're going to sell so he's you know because he's complacent now with the way that he's making money his his ability to influence people five years from now or compete five years from now is going to be tremendously hindered from what it is now. Right. We're in a transition phase. We're in a transition. It's not the matter of what is actually, you know, relevant now. Like, big CEO that doesn't want to have his social brand right now could still, he's still going to do well for a number of years. But we're talking to people who, we're not talking to any of these motherfuckers on our, we're talking to people who are wanting to build something. Right. Right. And that's how you can attack and, and be on the offense by developing an effective personal brand over the course of time. Do you, do you think the people that are hesitant to do it are truly underestimating the fact that people are powerfully inf- influenced by a at least a perceived connection with somebody through social media? And I mean, do they just not see that that really is going to no, influence No, it's like anything. People? They don't think it's for them. Yeah. They think it's for other people. Yeah. You know, you know running a multi-million dollar company is for other people. I'm just, you know, middle management guy. I don't need to have social media. Well, what happens when middle management guy um, who doesn't have social media goes up against middle management guy who has social media in the space and a voice in the space of management and has become an expert on managing people, writing a blog who manages people, does YouTube about managing people? Right. What happens then? The guy with no social because it's not for him because he's just a middle manager loses his fucking job to the guy who's an expert. Right. So right. That's, and that's happening every day. Yeah, I can tell you right now on a, on a on a basic employee level, our company hires people based off their social media, as a as a huge aspect, mm-hmm. a huge aspect. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if you went to college. I don't care if you have a master's degree. I don't care if you're a PhD. I don't fucking care. I care about if you're influential in our industry. Right, right. That makes total sense. And I'm talking about ten to twelve dollar an hour entry level job guys. I'm not talking about career positions. That's happening now. That that mentality, that way of filtering out employees is already happening. And people don't realize it. You know, so next time you post on your social media about your boyfriend, you know, being a jerk and this and that, just remember, people are going to see that. Right. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, this really shouldn't even be an argument we're having with anybody in terms of the validity and the importance of this of developing the personal brand. I mean, completely all policies, politics, issues aside, we had two candidates in the last election. One of them was way more active on social media than the other. Like personally, right. not just on Donald Facebook. Donald Trump but won the election on social media. He did. Period. Which is, what, frankly, is how Obama won it. But Donald Trump took it to a ne- next level that instead of instead of just using the platforms, he personally was engaging people directly through the use of Twitter. And I don't care what you think about Donald Trump, it was absolutely brilliant. It, it's brilliant for it's anybody. It's absolutely brilliant. It's brilliant for anybody. Yeah. It's brilliant absolutely. for anybody. Um. Okay, so we're going to go to best practices in a second, but let's start with basic principles. See, here, I want to say something real yeah. quick. 
Because back to the Gary Vaynerchuk, Warren Buffett thing. Yeah. Look, execution in the real world is never going to be replaced. And this is something that people think like, oh, you develop personal brand and all this shit happens and you make lots of money. No, that's not how it works. Execution in the real world is never going to be replaced. It can never be beat. It can never be um, you know, defeated in terms of where you're going to do well and grow. So you have to shake hands, you have to meet people, you have to get in with the right people, you have to do the work, and all the other shit that we always talk about. But what personal branding does is it allows you to get those opportunities much more quickly. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it makes total sense. So in terms of basic principles, like you got, let's say you got a bunch of hungry young bucks in front of you, they say, teach us how to develop a, a personal brand. What are, lay, lay down some basic principles to get them started. Well, first off, you have to decide what it is you stand for. Okay, so it takes some self-awareness. It takes some, it takes some reflective time. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to accomplish? And what do you stand for? What are you interested in? And what are you interested in is a very, very crucial question in that because usually when you're interested in things, you already know quite a few things about those things. Mm-hmm. So you, you're, you're sort of an expert, right? Most people are a lot more of an expert than they think they are. It's just that they suffer from imposter syndrome where they think that like, they don't know, and they need somebody to come by and tell them shit. Right. So you have to look at like what you're interested in and what you're trying to accomplish. Where are your skills? What content do you have to offer? What value can you offer? You know, And people have a hard time saying that because they always feel like they're not qualified to, to start a brand because you know, I'm not uh, you know, worth two or I'm not worth 10 million dollars or I'm not making you know, this or that, or I'm not credible here because I've never been recognized by. Forbes or whatever it doesn't fucking matter mm-hmm. you're going to establish yourself as an expert perception is reality and you know coming up with that brand has to I can't tell you like where exactly your brand's going to fit but what I could tell you is is that it's going to be what you're interested in because mm-hmm. that's what's going to be the easiest thing for you to become an expert on okay and so- then you want to you want to backtrack from you know where you want this brand to take you what do you want why are you doing this how are you trying to use this to pro, uh to project you, you know, and, and get your career on the right path How, and then work backwards from that. You see right, what I'm saying? Right. So, so first two principles, determine what you have to offer. And secondly, determine where you want to go. Right. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, that, and that's different for everybody, obviously. Yeah. You know, but there's tons and tons of people out there who have made huge amounts of, uh, I mean, dude, uh, Furious Pete, he's a competitive eater. Got a huge YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. Makes millions of dollars off of YouTube by eating shit. Yeah. I mean, like eating, like, you know, like Kobayashi, like fucking hot dogs fast. Yeah, right. He holds all these world records for food. He's a friend of mine. And like, dude, the guy makes millions of dollars by by eating. Okay. Now he's got a clothing line. He's got a supplement line. He's got all these other things that he built off his social media that he knew. He had this little weird skill. Yeah. That he, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. That's it. That, I mean, that's and right. It, and it's a reminder to anybody who thinks, well, this odd thing about me, I don't know that I could monetize right. off of it. Yeah, it's just could. a weird party trick. Yeah. That <laughs> all of a sudden turned into a fucking, uh, you know, a booster to real business. Right. Right. So along with the idea of what what do I offer? I know, you know, if, if people go to your uh, Supplement Superstores website, and I'm sure it's on your first forum website, too, but there's actually a page that says the S2 story. 
And I love that because I think that's a huge part of the the uh, personal brand is is knowing how to mine your story for the salient points that are going to help you connect with people. Right. And you've done that like with the story about the scar, with the story about the piss stain mattresses. You do that really well. Like you take you pluck stories from your life and you're able to 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 apply those you know, just generally to people. Here's what's funny about that is that people tell they're like, "Oh Andy, you're so good at telling stories." No, I'm not. I just tell my story. Right. You're just afraid to tell yours. You're, you don't you're good at telling your story. That's right. Yeah. You, don't, you don't think you're interesting enough. You don't think you're smart enough. You don't think you deserve to be or on that level. But the thing is, is that nobody's going to tell your story except you. Right. Nobody's going to come along and pull you out and say, we need to tell your story. Right. It's not going to happen, man. It happens in the fucking movies. So until you start, until you start telling it and getting some people interested in it, and like, dude, the only way people are going to be interested in your story is if it's real and if it's right. from the heart. If it's right. bullshit, people will know. Right. You know, but everybody has challenges they've overcome. Everybody has things they're working on. Everybody has things they want to be. And they're all too fucking scared to say it, what they are. Right. Right. And that's the problem. Right. And guys, if you're working on your personal brand and you're thinking of developing your story, let me tell you, from my background as a writer, what makes the most compelling content is conflict. It's, it always is conflict. I mean, think of any movie you ever watch. If there's no conflict, it's a boring, boring movie. So if you're looking at your personal story, you're looking at your background, you're trying to figure out what are the ways that I can connect with people, look for the points of conflict. Look for the pain. Just like you getting stabbed. That's a point of conflict. You, you wrestling with... No, you with, said something good there. Look for the pain. Yeah, like look for the pain. That's what people don't do. Yeah. Because they, they either don't think that their pain was great enough or they don't want to sound like a crybaby or, you know, but dude, look, you kind of have to think of yourself as like an entertainer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I have to like get people interested in me. I have to develop personal brands. So I have to like entertain them with, with, with my life. Absolutely. You, so, and you have, and you have to be okay with that. Yeah. And like, dude, you're going to have people who are going to say weird shit to you. Like, Oh, what are you trying to dude? I get this all the time. Oh, what are you trying to do? Fucking be like Tony Robbins, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. No, I'm actually trying to be better than him. Right. But <clears throat> you know, the point of the matter is, is that like, although he's still a million steps above me, he used to be two million steps above me. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? I absolutely get what you're saying. Yeah. No, and I think that you would agree that the 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 looking for the pain type thing is not just good about sell you know selling your story or or, or promoting your story, but that's also what you do when you're selling something, right? That's right. You yeah. look for people's point of pain and how to how to bring a, a healing to it or right. a solution to it. So that's great. So so uh, telling people as far as developing your personal brand, uh, what do you have to offer? Where are you trying to go? Um, you know, dude. People want to determine the key Listen, points of your story, and also here, people want to connect with a real human. All right, you don't have to vomit your fucking story out every day, but take take your story and chop it into ten small stories, right? And put those out, and then tell them, and then interact with them when people say things. You know, the pro- most of these people who are listening right now have small amounts of followers, probably less than a thousand, uh, you know, or less than five thousand for sure, and mm-hmm. they have. A hard time because they put this work in and then they get eight likes or 10 likes they're like fuck this isn't working well the reason it's not working is because you're not being patient enough to let it work i started out in the same place you did nobody paid attention or give a fuck about what i was doing whenever i started doing it you know but what i did is i stayed consistent i kept doing it i kept improving i kept finding out different ways to improve how i would communicate I would interact with people not only on my posts, but on their posts. Mm-hmm. Because if they think that you care about them, mm-hmm. they will care back. Yep. All right? And 
you know, all those things together over time is what p- puts it together. So a lot of people won't do it because of how slow it is in the beginning. But man, once you get the hang of, of putting out good content, it can multiply very, very fast. Absolutely. So let's talk about that whole issue of being yourself, being right. authentic. Another overused phrase. What does it mean? Right. So I. Well, here's what people have to what understand. Are your thoughts? Well, dude, your your true self is interesting enough for other people to relate to. Whatever. And I'm not talking about the self that you put out in the public because you're afraid people are going to laugh at you. I'm talking about who you really are on the inside. If you didn't care about that shit, like who you are when you go to bed at night and you're thinking like, oh, you know, I wish I would have said this or done that. Well, then learn to fucking say that and do that. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to create your authentic self. It's it's, you know, it's presenting who you are to the world. And that in itself is extremely inspiring to people when you mm-hmm. show people like, hey, I really don't care what so and so thinks or what so and so has to say. I'm doing my thing and my thing is going to build a brand out of out of me. Right. Okay. And that's inspiring in itself. So you have to realize that. Now, are you going to have people to make comments? Absolutely. So what? Who fucking cares? They're going to be doing the same thing five years from now. You know, you have to realize that if you try to pretend to be who you think society wants you to be, you're going to be looked at as a normal human. You're not going to be exciting. You're not going to be somebody who people want to follow because you're not interesting. Mm -hmm. That's not interesting. Being like everybody else is not interesting. Being who you are without all those filters that the world puts on us is very interesting. And I have yet to meet a person in life that if I can get them to put their filters away for a minute, isn't a very interesting individual. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen. No, that, so you, that's a great point. Yeah, so you have to you have to learn how to remove all the, the, the filters that you put on yourself to try to present the perfect package and just present the package for what it is. It's not perfect. You're imperfect. I'm imperfect. We all have our flaws. But you know what? We're going to talk about those two. Mm-hmm. And that's that's authentic. That's being the real you. And that's, right. a, that's a journey, man. Like, that's not something it's hard to do for a lot of people. Right. It takes some onions. Right. Definitely. Yeah. So. Um, can, can I share? I, yeah. I mean, I had a massive aha moment about two weeks ago because I downloaded that, that stupid app that, you know, like, I forget what it's called. It's like Instagram analysis or something like that but yeah. it, t- it tells you like your highest post and it tells you trends but it also tells you who unfollows you and what's really interesting is like i noticed that for the first time and i got on and i saw man there there's a pretty decent amount of people that unfollowed me and and at first i was like man that i must have done something wrong i i screwed up but as i was looking over the people that unfollowed me i realized yeah this person wouldn't want what i'm offering Right. This is this is not this is not the kind of person that's going to want what I have to offer. Right. And what was interesting to me, and this was the aha moment, is that the more I got comfortable in presenting what I want to present, yes, I I, I have started to build a, a more of a following. And there's people who don't want what I offer, and they fall off. But that's actually a sign that I'm doing the right thing. 100%. I'm pruning my audience. Right. And so I would say to people, like if you see that happening, if you if you start really presenting content that you know in your heart is authentic to you and you start having drop off there's people who are falling off that may not be a bad sign that no, could be an actual good sign by people who identify because yeah. those people probably identified with the one that you put the person that puts on the filters right you know what i'm saying absolutely and i don't even by the way i don't even look at that stuff for me like i don't look at who unfollows me or who follows me i don't care yeah you know like the less i care the easier I find it to be true to who I am and just post the fuck I want. Right. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, and that A makes sense. A lot of people sense. focus on that, and it starts like manipulating their brain on how they should post. 
and yeah. you don't want that. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Good. Well, I'll delete the app. Yeah, I would. <laughs> no, I yeah. will. I, I mean, in fairness to myself, it was more just morbid curiosity, yeah. but it did end up being a negative thing until I turned it into a positive thing. Um, all right, where were we at? So, so authenticity, you know, sharing. We, you know, we've talked about this before, but I think I think it's worth repeating the difference between being inappropriately vulnerable and being appropriately transparent. What, to your mind, give give some examples of what that looks like. Well, I think inappropriately vulnerable is people who who do the poor me shit on mm -hmm. the internet, right? They tell a story with the explicit uh, intent of people to be like, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you, blah, 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 blah. Like, dude, don't do that. Like, mm -hmm. don't tell a fucking sob story. You know, pe people might say, you know, oh, you know, I'm so sorry. And then they're going to, you're going to start getting looked at as like a negative Nancy. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So maybe um, another way to put it is is if you're sharing a story to gain pity, you're doing you it wrong. But if you're sharing a story to inspire people with your with your struggle, yeah. then maybe that's, yeah. you know, that's different. And, you know, and, and it's real easy. Wrap the end of it up with like, hey, I'm going to kick ass anyway. I don't fucking right. care. Right. You know? Right. So, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Um, so let me let me raise a specific issue on this issue of uh, of being authentic that, that, you know, I've wrestled with it and I think a lot of people have wrestled with this. So, I, you know, we've worked together for the last two years doing the MFCO thing. I've often thought to myself, like, you want to be authentic, but you also have to meet the needs of your audience. And sometimes, sometimes your audience is very different from you. I mean, I'm a middle-aged guy who likes 80s music and The Karate Kid, and I'd say 95% of the people that listen to us are young bucks who probably listen to Drake and Lil Wayne and whatever. So, in your opinion, like, if you were, you know... Give counsel to me, but we'll apply it to everybody. Well, first of all, you how do you stay true to who you are and your interests, but also connect with because people? Because here's what you're missing: when you're like them, why do they need to follow you? Hmm. I just said that before. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're being you. You're interesting. They're like, oh, here's this pastor who's got a good sense of humor, and he's on the you know MF CEO show with a dude who cusses a lot and has a lot of aggressive things to say. You know, it's an interesting dynamic. So right. if you start trying to be like the young dude that listens to fucking Drake and Lil Wayne and and abandon, they're going to be like, who the fuck is this guy think yeah, he is? Right. It's going to be disingenuous. Yeah. I mean, totally. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, they're, so, so they look at it and they say, oh, man, this guy's pretty cool. You know, you get what I mean? Right. Right. And and that makes a lot of sense. I guess my one of my questions, though, is if you're if you're speaking, if you're connect, if you're trying to communicate a concept to them. In your mind, is it better to use a topic that I'm interested in, like, oh, there's a great scene in uh, Braveheart? Or is it better to say, well, you know, it's like that lyric from that Drake song that you all like. Both. You could do both. 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 Yeah. yeah. You think both are effective? Yeah. Either so, one. Cool. So, to, I mean, it, it, it is an interesting dance, like being authentic, but also meeting the needs of, the, of whatever audience or market you happen to be giving. Yeah, I agree. But still, at the end of the day, you shouldn't be manipulating yourself to like meet those needs right because eventually what's going to happen is the audience is going to just like you talked about pruning your your following you know when you first start doing something you have 50 percent of the people who are going to fucking be like what the fuck is this guy doing right and then right. A, year, a year from now you had that absolutely yeah, yeah. a yeah. year from now that's going to be only 25 percent because 25 percent of the 50 percent that hated you is going to leave and it's going to be replaced by people who really like you and then it's going to eventually get down to where it's a very very small minute percentage of people because you've pruned out all the ones that don't really see what you are and mm -hmm. those people following you are following you because you are who you are right follow follow me right yeah 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 absolutely. so like trying to manipulate 
the voice or the message or the means of communication, I'm not a believer in. I know guys that do it. I see guys that do it. It's very obvious when they do it. And I think it's very corny when they do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it comes across right. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be who you are, man. Right. And let other people be who they are. And you guys still connect. Right. You, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. So let's talk at the, about the the content is king, right? People yeah. have been saying that forever. So let's, let's, uh, let's just start just on a broad level in terms of what kinds of content do you think people ought to be working to, to post obviously positive, not poor me, right? That's one of your major, major issues. But, but in terms of, you know, you mentioned the other day that Gary said that a lot of social media should be documentation or something like that, like documenting your life, make sure you have an interesting life or, or strive to be interesting. But obviously there are times in your own social media platforms where you're not documenting, you're actually sharing your thoughts on a topic. Right. So, what should be in the portfolio if somebody's trying to build a personal brand? Well, I think the first question is how can my content affect other people? Mm-hmm. How can it teach people? How can it help people? How can it make people laugh? How can it entertain people? Because if it can't do those things, it's worthless, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, am I trying to be a comedian? Am I trying to be uh, an expert on aerospace? Am I trying to be an entrepreneur? What am I trying to do, right? right? And you have to make content relevant. To people in that space that's going to make, like I said, inform them, make them laugh, you know, help them, motivate them, teach them, you know. But if it doesn't do those things, it's worthless. Right. So it's always about them. It's not about you. It's not about you just telling your story and -hmm. people are going to like it. It's Mm -hmm. about you telling the story and then accompanying your story with the lesson you learn and how other people can also learn from your lesson. Right. 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 So it's mixing the two together. So... This is the hardest part for people is content because they don't have, and they'll say this like, oh, I don't have a camera guy to follow me around. Well, even if you had a camera guy follow you around, would you be very interesting? <laughs> That's a great question. You know, I mean, yeah. So yeah. the easiest way to be relevant on social media and to build a good brand is to live an interesting life. Go do things. Go be things. Go meet people. Go be a part of things and document that shit. Right. You know, right. if you're sitting at home on your couch all the time and you're a big bookworm and that's all you do is read... You could still develop a personal brand, but you you know some of the platforms that you that we have now, like Snapchat or uh, you know Insta Stories, they're not going to be re- really that good for you because you're not showing anything interesting, you know. Or right. you're going to get on Snap and you're going to teach a lesson that you learned or something like that. Right. I mean, there's, dude, there's really unlimited ways to do it, but the easiest way to do it is to be an interesting human. Right. Right. Um, there was a great quote post the election. And again, I'm not trying to be political, but there's a great quote post the election. People were trying to wrap their minds around like, how is it possible that Hillary Clinton, with all of her resources, lost to Donald Trump? Because politically, she had this billion dollar machine, multi billion dollar machine. Well, I'll tell you how. And, yeah, go ahead. I'll tell you how. She spent most of her money on fucking traditional media. And that's not where decisions are being made anymore. Right. People are making decisions off of social media. Right. They're making decisions off of what they buy, how they spend their money, how they spend their free time, what clothes they wear, what style they have. All of that's based off social media now. Right. It's not based off traditional media. We don't watch TV ads. We don't listen to radio ads. We don't read the newspaper. And we sure as fuck don't decide what our personal style and the decisions we make are going to come from those things. We see other people, usually the most valuable opinions on social are micro-influencers. They're not the biggest people like The Rock or the Kardashians. It's Mm -hmm. the people in between 
us and them. It's the people that might have one or two or three million followers that are not a superstar, but they're cool as fuck, and we identify with them. And we're right. trying to like undercover kind of steal their, their image and brand and mold ours. You understand right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So we're things are changing, dude. And that she lost because she fucking didn't capitalize on social and she's not right. a marketable person. Well, and she, that was listen, what he said. Listen, he, she's she's always scowling. She always comes across negative. She nobody likes her. She's not likable. All right. Like it's not like, oh man, I really like to hang out with Hillary Clinton. No. There's right. nothing about her that that with her brand that was attractive. Right. The only thing that was attractive was for her, for herself and her brand, and she even tried to ride this as a as a competitive advantage is that she wasn't Donald Trump. Right. Right. And that's not good enough to win. No, absolutely. What the guy said and I thought this this and this is to your point is he said all the, all the political machinery and billions in the world will be will do you no good if you don't have a candidate who knows how to connect with people. Exactly. And uh, to, to your point but about what, you can have what, a cameraman so, following you yes, that's, and if you're not but a that's good that's what this social is about. Social is not just about what you post or what you say. It's how you connect. It's how you bring people together. Entrepreneurship and business is totally different than it was 30 years ago. It's not, you know, three-piece suits, boardrooms, big fancy dinners, and, you know, conferences. You know what it is? It's social influence and connecting with people, helping people, and bringing people together. And if you can't understand that and you're still trying to operate the old way and you think that's what business is about, you are going to get beat by somebody who understands how to connect with people. Right. It's just a matter of time. You could be winning now. You could be winning today because you're riding the wave of something that was created for the last 30 years. But that's why you're seeing all these major corporations die because these younger people who understand how to connect people, build culture, create solutions in real time are winning and beating the shit out of the bigger corporations. Right, right. So I don't want to miss this point because I think it's huge and it's it's sort of tucked into what we're talking about is that what Andy was saying was it doesn't matter if you have all the the machinery in the world if you're not an interesting person if you're not an inter- living an interesting life it's going to fall flat so here's some practical tips develop yourself as a person have hobbies ha- read widely develop great interests meet with interesting people yeah meet with interesting people and here's Document the other thing those things. here's the other thing you better learn how to have social skills in real life because that's going to translate over right. into into social media it's amazing how many people don't realize that well, if that's you're, what's, that's what's interesting to me too dude is that you know, a lot of people think they can build a social media company or brand by just posting shit. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand. And this is where I'm very fortunate. You know, our companies have built success pre-social media and our companies have built success post-social media. And I don't know any small business that's been able to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know any big business that's been able to do that. P- big businesses are starting to do that. But the key to social media is using the values that you would have learned pre-social media right. on social media. Right. Like, shake a hand. Nice to meet you. Thank you so much. I appreciate your business. What else can I do for you? Right. Get it? Right. But you can't just make a post and think these people, like you're a fucking celebrity because you got 10,000 Instagram followers or 100,000 or a million. Right. And think you're going to maximize your opportunity. Will you get some business because you have a lot of momentum? Yes. But that's nowhere near what it could be if you actually put the time and understanding to, to, to bring people together, connecting mm-hmm. people and creating real relationships. And that's very easy to do on the Internet. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So this is great content. Let me let me recap just one more time. So determine what you offer. Um, know where you want to go. 
basically pick out the salient points of your story. Um, basically start, well, developing yourself as a person. Right. Uh, I'm not covering everything. I'm forgetting some stuff. But, you know, uh, develop interests. Be interesting. Don't rely on the platforms. You have to f- develop yourself as a person. Right. But then, you know. Uh, interact, you know, connect, interact, solve connect, solutions. Solve solutions. Be, be involved with people's conversations, not just on your page, but on their page. Develop it social skills offline. Yes. Transfer them on online. I mean, dude, online. there's all kinds of things that need to go into it. It's yeah. just not. Be- and I see this in the fitness industry a lot. People think that just because they're hot. They have a brand. Right. Like, dude, look, you girls out there with the big boobs and the fucking butts, and you think that that's <laughs> going to make you something. Dude, you might be getting a little bit of money right now for some Instagram posts, but what's going to happen in fucking five years when you're ugly? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you should be thinking about this. Plus, I mean, competition is fiercer A lot of people aren't seeing the next step. Like, I see so many people with millions of followers that don't fucking utilize their, their following properly. And it's like, dude, they have this tremendous opportunity, and they're just pissing it away. Right. It's so it, it's very frustrating from my point of view. Right. I would kill to have millions of followers. No, absolutely. Uh, By the way, you should follow me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, while we're on that, so Andy Frisella at Andy Frisella on Instagram. Yeah. If you guys like, if you guys aren't following me on Instagram yet, and you like the content of the podcast, I do like little mini podcasts every day. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of valuable content on that site if you're interested in the podcast. At Andy Fursella, you're at MFCEO dash one. Can't talk today. Snapchat. On Snapchat. Tyler's at my Tyler, M A I underscore T Y L E R. And I'm at Vaughn Kohler, V A U G H N K O H L E R on pretty much everything Instagram, Twitter, and the like. So you said something I want to go back to just for a second. You talked about how, guys, in spite of the changes in, you know, the massive changes in, in uh, business and the social media, execution is still all you know, what it's at. And so is having a great product. Right. I wanted to point out, I sent you, I don't know if you got the opportunity to read this, but I sent you a, a very interesting um, article that basically said that the the Kardashian sisters together have more social media f- uh, followers than the entire country of Mexico. And yet, uh, I guess two of the youngest ones, I don't know their names, but two of the youngest ones uh, were behind like releasing a book. But the book, whatever the book was, it was like a, it was like a story or whatever, it is not what their followers wanted. It apparently wasn't that great of a book, and it literally sold less than 16,000 copies. Now, to give you guys kind of an idea, Andy released his 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 uh, Otis and Charlie book we last haven't even, month. We haven't even, I didn't even post it tw- I posted we, twice. We posted it. twice, yeah. and we're pretty close to selling that many. I mean, and so the point being is that having a massive social media following is not necessarily going to translate into being able to monetize. No, it's about how engaged you are with the audience. Right. And whether what you're providing is what they really need That's and right. want. That's so right. I, I didn't want to lose that on, no, you know. It's not just about raw followers. It's a very, right. very small part of it. It's about how engaged you are and how trusted you are by the people who follow you. Right. You know, and well, that's something I was going to bring up was that, you know, just like you say all the time, you know. Just as important as social media is to your brand to build it, it can destroy you overnight, you know, a hundred times quicker. We've seen it a hundred times, you know? Yeah. Very good. MC Salmon, everyone. Yeah. Checking (laughs) in with the Salmons. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. I've kind of lost my uh, train of thought here. So, uh, So we're talking about content, best practices. Are there any platforms that you're really high on right now that you you would recommend people jump? uh, I think Instagram's king right now. I mean... Dude, they the, the Insta Stories is dominating Snapchat in my opinion. I can I find myself using Snapchat less and less. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Snapchat's still more fun. I still think it's a better product, but it's just so convenient to use Insta stories. And, and the way right. Instagram's going, um, I just think it's it's the spot. Yeah. You know, it's the place right now. Yeah, absolutely. They're doing I, live video now. They're doing everything. They're basically taking all the other platforms and putting them together. Um, I think it's where, you know, the millennial generation spends most of their time um, in terms of social. They don't use Facebook as much. Uh, Facebook is great for, like, direct Facebook ad uh, ROI, mm-hmm. direct sale type advertising. You know, put, right. put an ad out, see how many people buy it, blah, blah, blah. Instagram's the king for branding, no question. Right. right. So, right. Um, yeah, I'd, um, I'd say Instagram and YouTube are like the only two. Yeah, YouTube, YouTube's massive too, for for the same reason. Right. And what's interesting too, and you've talked about this before, is Facebook is starting to have a culture problem in that people really are seeing it as the platform where people gripe about because that's, that's all it is. Yeah. And that and Instagram definitely is the platform of motivation, success. Right. You know, positivity. Right. Um, I you mean, don't see people bitching on Facebook. Right. Or I mean, on Instagram. Right. I mean, dude, I can look through every single post on my feed, and I'll see none that are that are complaining. Right. But I can look through every single post post on my feed on Facebook, and it'll be eighty percent. Right. Some sort of complaint. Right. And it's pushing people out. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I know. I remembered what I was going to ask you. It was a specific practical question about content, which is obviously you and your Instagram uh, platform, you alternate. I don't know if there's any, I don't know if you're calculating it, but you alternate between, you know, hard hitting motivational stuff, some practical video type stuff, but you also share some, you know, behind the scenes pictures of Otis and Charlie, pictures of Emily. Because I want people to understand I'm a real person. Right. So, I mean, I think people understand that 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 humanizes you that and so it, do you have a guideline like is there a ratio you know no to, no I just do what I feel man yeah you know I would say that my my little formula on Instagram is pretty reflective of of what I'm dealing with most of the time yeah you know I mean yeah. dude I think if you get too heavy on certain one subject or another subject you're gonna turn people turn people away eventually they need right. to see that you're not some sort of fucking motivation robot or you know anything else you know they like a dynamic not just one thing right now now for other things you know for like there's theme there's theme pages like you know some motivation page that's all they post is motivation mm-hmm. car pages all they post car shit and and so it's it depends it depends on what you're trying to do right you know for me I'm, i do a lot of shit so i show a lot of shit you know i don't try to be like oh every clip of mine is some sort of fucking you know motivational clip i try to like you know i show that you know, I interact with people in a real way where, you know, I do that because I feel like most people out there who are quote unquote motivators on Instagram right now are not the real deal. They're fucking, mm-hmm. they're regurgitating bullshit from shit that they've heard, pretending to be a millionaire when they're probably not and trying to teach people, you know, so I'm like, look, this is what I really do. This is what I really am. Right. These are the cars I really drive to work. This is my real building. This is my real product. These are my real employees. This is what we really fucking do. Right. You know, and it's important for people to see that. Absolutely. So I think when you see a lack of diversity there, it's probably because there isn't any diversity, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, well, we'll come back to your final thoughts. But guys, uh, a couple things. First of all, those of you who know, if you've been listening to us for a while, Andy is committed to the long game. And uh, he wrote. 
a children's book. Otis and Charlie's Hardworking Tales. Book one has already been released. It's called Charlie the Bulldog's Fantastic Fruit Stand. Check out Otis and Charlie. Charlie is spelled E-Y, O-T-I-S-A-N-D-C-H-A-R-L-E-Y.com. And uh, check out the book. It's been it's uh, we've had a lot of really incredible feedback for it, and the way that little kids are getting the message. That's the coolest thing. Man. It is the like it, I see so many emails and posts about like kids wanting to like start like a snow cone stand or a lemonade yeah. stand. The the book is a tool for you guys who want the next generation to be successful, but maybe you weren't taught those things, so you're not sure how to teach those things. That's why the book is designed the way it is. If you have kids and you want them to be successful. I don't know of another book out there, another book series that's going to be like this. And the feedback so far has been phenomenal. Um, and again, I'd ask if you if you have bought the book, tell a friend. If yeah. you think it was awesome, tell a friend. And leave us a review on Amazon because that's a big yeah. deal for us. Absolutely. And the other thing I was going to tell you guys is a lot of you guys have uh, posted pictures of your kids reading it, which is awesome. Um, but a lot of what I've gotten Make sure has, you tag me in those, too. Yeah, tag us. And then if you would be so kind, I mean, it's a lot easier if, if I have them all in one place. If you guys could go ahead and just email, you can you can use the Ask Andy thing. Just use askandy at themfceo.com. In the subject line, say, pick of my kid with Otis and Charlie. And, you know, write your little, you know, your comments. And then attach a picture of your kid. And give us permission, because I'd like to put some of those pictures on our Otis and Charlie website. Um, yeah, just email us and, like I said, make a make a note in the in the subject line. The other thing I'll say is that a lot of you guys have been asking about books that Andy recommends. We now have his reading list up at themfceo.com forward slash badass books. Themfceo.com forward slash badass books. And you know what? There's no Impaler Prize this week. I'm not giving out one because, I don't know, I just want people to audition for it. <laughs> I didn't... I didn't uh, I didn't uh, had time to really see who was killing it this week. Real but, quick, while uh, we're on the subject of social media, do you see the approach that Wendy's has taken to their Twitter? Yeah, right. Oh my god! It's yeah, fucking, but it's great. It's awesome. Yeah. What is it? Tell me. Well, there, just people, an, people who troll them, they're trolling them back. Yeah, like in a fun way. Hey, oh, can nice. you locate me the nearest McDonald's and they post up a picture of a trash can? Yeah, <laughs> it's, <great. laughs> it's funny. It's great. But you know, in regards to developing your personal brand, guys, the main thing you have to realize, and there's tons of, you know, first of all. You should become a student of the people who are in your space and figure out what they do different that makes them interesting. Not copy them, but figure it out because that's going to give you some insight mm -hmm. as to how maybe you could become interesting. But the thing that you have to realize no matter what, guys, it doesn't matter if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, if you're a CEO right now of, a, of you know, a, a big company, a CEO of a small company, or you're just a, you know, a $10 an hour employee going in to get a job. Social media is replacing the resume. Social media is replacing the relevance of where you went to school and who you know and, and all these other things that have traditionally ruled the workplace. And if you don't understand that it's becoming important, in five years you're going to be so far behind the ball that you're not going to have a chance at fucking doing anything. Mm -hmm. So you have to start now. You've got to start practicing now. You've got to start developing now. And you've got to start executing now. So that when this totally replaces everything, marketing, branding, your ability to recruit, uh, the people who work for you, all the things that have to do with any sort of business, which all of us are involved in business in one way or another, because we got to get fucking paid. And if you don't realize that social media is becoming the thing and going to bring direct value to your bottom line, you're way, way, way off course. Bring it in. 
Figure out what your personal brand is. Start building it now. Don't get discouraged. Be patient and let things develop. Absolutely. Do you have any information for people? We've got, I've gotten a, a handful of emails about this, about the 10X conference and where they sign up for that. Um, I believe you go to 10xcon.com. Is it? Is yeah. it? Okay. All right. People have been asking if we have a page on our website. We don't. Just go directly to uh, Grant Cardone's website, uh, 10X. Well, his is, I think, grantcardone.com, but I'm sure there'll be a, a link or a page to the 10X conference. So, yeah. Cool. So, cool, guys. We'll appreciate you, man. If you found the, the uh, podcast to be useful, tell a friend and we'll, uh, we'll see you next. We'll see you Thursday. Take it easy. Crap, I know.